Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Together with Father Grant, a family friend, may I welcome you to morning mass here at St Bride's Church in Canvas Lion. And this, of course, is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of Maureen Duffy. Welcome uh, to Hugh and to Anne-Marie and Derek, Hugh and Louise and Joe and Sarah, Natasha, Mia, Macy and Dan and Joe. Bea and Joseph are not here with us, but I want to mention them today because they're very much part of things. Welcome to Anne, and of course, to welcome to all the extended family members who are here today. Very welcome are Maureen's friends, uh, and of course, here in great numbers, and of course, family friends too. I'm lost uh, for words to say about Maureen today. I find it hard to sum up the deep affection and admiration that we all had for her. She had so many good things that we could say about her, and she has left a deep impression on all of our lives. So we turn to God, who heals the brokenhearted, who binds up wounds and lifts us up when we fall down, and he will give us strength and consolation in these moments. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. These words bring us here to this church today 
our faith and hope. Give us a new day, a new life that comes to us through the grace and love of God. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God, with you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, through my fault, through my fault, through my most serious fault. I ask, blessed Mary, ever virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Maureen, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the first book of the Kings. Then Elijah came to a cave where he took shelter, but the word of the Lord came to him. Then the Lord said to him, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. The Lord will pass you by. There was a strong and violent wind rendering the mountains and crushing rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake, fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire, there was the sound of a gentle breeze. When he heard this, Elijah hid his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. The word of the Lord.
reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Be ambitious for the higher gifts, and I am going to show you a way that is better than any of them. If I have all the eloquence of men or of angels, but speak without love, I am simply a gong booming or a cymbal clashing. If I have the gift of prophecy, understanding all the mysteries there are and knowing everything, and if I have faith in all its fullness to move mountains but without love, then I am nothing at all. If I give away all that I possess, piece by piece, and if I even let them take my body to burn it, but I am without love, it will do me no good whatever. Love is always patient and kind. It is never jealous. Love is never boastful or conceited. It is never rude or selfish. It does not take offence and is not resentful. Love takes no pleasure in other people's sins, but delights in the truth. It is always ready to excuse, to trust, to hope, and to endure whatever comes. Love does not come to an end. The word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. That day, when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall got up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. And Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. And he said to his disciples, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. The Gospel of the Lord. Over the years, Maureen did so many things here in the church. Recently, just a few weeks ago, before her illness, she wrote all the names of the children who had been confirmed over the last uh, year or two. Not an easy task, filling in the gaps and reading the very small text that I had given her. She wrote it all in her lovely handwriting, and the writing will always be there as long as the parish remains. In that final act of service to the parish, she was writing the names of the children who are on their Christian journey. As I've reflected on it, it seems appropriate that someone who lived this life so well should be taking part in the lives of the people who are beginning that journey. Her desire was that those children would come to a mature and enduring faith as she had. But Maureen herself did uh, numerous other jobs here in the parish too, perhaps uh, too too many to mention on this occasion. But here are a few. She was a driving force in the Aid to the Church and Need charity. She worked for Mary's Meals. She took part in the different faith-sharing groups that took place a number of years ago. She helped with all the groups in the parish hall. One of the things that she used to do... uh, which a previous parish priest had got her to do, was to be an animator. This entailed her giving a short introduction to Mass, written by herself, telling the people what they would hear in the Mass, giving perhaps the theme of the Mass, explaining the readings and giving some directions. It would be true to say to you today, I think that the parishioners were not so keen on all this, and poor Maureen, conscious of all this, ploughed on. And when her children were here, I think they kind of slid down the chairs and hid behind their hymn books. The thing that most of us will remember about her here at Mass was her lovely ability to read the scripture texts for us at Mass. For she read them with great clarity. She was able to lift the reading off the page, able to let the words fly through the air, able to let us understand the text 
and communicate it to us. She read with understanding and insight into what she was reading. And from her lips, the word of God landed in our ears and in our hearts. Today, we listen to the word of God spoken to us, this time through her sons. These readings were chosen in the days before Maureen's death by Maureen herself. Her strength was waning, but she managed to choose both the readings that we've just heard and the gospel reading as well, and also the hymns of today's Mass. I think that she would like these words to send out a message to us today of her own personal faith that she wishes to share with us. In the first reading, we hear of the poor prophet who is in the cave, taking shelter maybe from the ailments, but maybe also from his enemies as well, and waiting for the word of God to come to him. He is commanded then to go out of the cave. God is not in the violent wind, rending the mountain and crushing the rocks, nor is he in the noisy and destructive earthquake or in the searing, roaring fire. But the voice of God is in the gentle breeze. God's voice in the gentle breeze. Maureen got that message herself. For in the small things, in the rhythm of life, in the things that she experienced in the course of her life, the Almighty himself was in the gentle, warm wind that passes over us. This she knew. The second reading from the letter of Paul to the Corinthians is all about love, as you heard. But it's a pure love that he speaks of, a love that's tested and a love that remains, a love that endures and a love that's courageous and a love that is forever. It was this kind of love that she tried to embody in her life, that she strove to imitate and put into practice. Finally, the gospel of today meant a lot to Maureen, the Lord in the boat with his disciples. The disciples had got into the boat, skilled boatsmen as they were, were aware of the capriciousness of the seas. It might start off calm, but they might be beset by a storm, and that's exactly what happens before long, and they are sure that the boat itself will sink and that they are going down with it. They search for the Lord only to find him asleep, and they awake him in terror. And he rises and calms the crashing waves and stills the raging winds. And he wonders why they have no faith. For, this re- for, for Maureen, this reading meant a great deal. The storms of life might rage, but there would be a moment when the Lord would rise and bring calm and peace. The terrors and the worries of life would be swept away and there would be calm again. If you only had faith, and trust in the Lord. I think Maureen herself would like you to take some messages and consolation from these readings. As God's word had been a light for her, she would wish the same for you too. She had herself a very strong faith in life. She felt it deeply in her heart. She had a deep love for God. It's something that had grown and deepened in her life. The seed itself, as we hear in the gospel passage uh, uh, in previous occasions, found fertile soil in her life. It took root and brought great harvest of love and kindness 
and happiness with it. She always had a kindly word for others. She always had a great sympathy for people in hard times and a great compassion for others. Both herself and Hugh have been great parishioners here at St Bride's and did so much uh, for the parish over the years. I wish to acknowledge the help that they have given both me and my predecessors. Maureen herself was unspeakably kind to me, and I will never forget that kindness ever. She used to say to me, it's unconditional love, Father. A bit about Maureen's life. Uh, she was born in February 1947. Uh, her parents, James and Anne-Jane uh, Barrett. She was one of five uh, brothers, Pat and John, sisters Anne and Eileen. She loved her parents, but was particularly uh, uh, close to her father and often used to speak about his kindness, reminiscing about the kindness and the wise words that he would say and his good humour. She would often quote words that he had said to her. He was brought up in Spittle and it was a house that was very happy, filled with pure uh, poetry and music and laughter. It wasn't the warmest of houses, uh, physically that is. Uh, the girls themselves would be tucked up in the bed together and Dad would throw over his overcoat to give them extra heat. She was herself a very smart girl and did well in her studies. She eventually went to Craig Lockhart College in Edinburgh to train as a primary school teacher. She was born to teach. She was an exceptional teacher by all accounts. She was loved by her pupils and the genera generations of children remember her kindly ways and her ability to teach had a profound impact on all of them. She herself knew the importance of, of teaching well and the good that it would do. She had herself a great desire to reach out to the poorer children, the friendless child, the child who had difficulty with their work. She was assiduous, training them and guiding them, especially in their faith, and teaching them about the love of God. She taught in St Mark's and St Caddick's and St Columkill's and at the Holy Family in Moss End. A few years ago, we were able to celebrate the 50th wedding anniversary of Maureen and Hugh here in the church. They have, been, they have had a good and happy marriage and have loved each other very much indeed. And they have been a great example of married life themselves. Their married life was a blessing to them both, enriching them and allowing them to grow and become better people. Their union has also been a strength for their family that came after, but also to many other people besides. It was a force for good, as we hope all marriages are. Maureen gave great support to Hugh, especially in his professional life. And they were able to enjoy what has turned out to be a long retirement, disappearing often on holidays, always, always to sunny places. They were both very proud of the family, Anne-Marie and Hugh and Joe. Maureen loved her children and they loved her with an immense love. The love itself came from the home that was filled with faith and support and love 
and laughter and joy. That thing about unconditional love was always the key to Maureen. She was their rock, their strength, and their support always. Maureen herself was delighted to welcome uh, Derek and Louise and Sarah to the family, and of course overwhelmed uh, to join, overjoyed to welcome the grandchildren who are here with us today, and especially we remember the grandchildren who aren't here. She loved these children very much indeed, and would light up whenever they were around. Uh, she loved to see the children themselves growing up and being there for important parts of their life, having them at the house and helping in the early years with their childcare duties. And whenever they came to the house, they were swept up in a warm embrace. A sadness for her at the end, of course, was that she would not be there at the next stage of their life or the next stages that will follow and that was very painful indeed. I know these grandchildren will always count their gran as a great blessing and they will always remember with joy uh, the love that she had for them. It will be a joy and love that they will always have in their hearts. Maureen herself was a remarkable person in many ways. She had many good parts uh, to her own personality. As well as being a very intelligent person, she was always very wise, perceptive and insightful. She was also an incredibly supportive person, a person whom many could lean on. She was always watchful for people who needed help and did so much to raise people's spirits. But above all, the most part, the, 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 the part most that I would like to mention to you today about her was that she was a joyful person, quick to laugh, quick to see the humorous side of life, quick to join in the fun, always smiling. There are people, aren't there, in life who stand out, and Maureen herself was clearly one of these people for all of us. Her white warmth and her kindness have shone out, and she has achieved so much in whatever she did for she did it always to the best of her abilities and always put her full heart into it. She has made a big difference to all of our lives. Returning to those passages of today's Mass, the gentle breeze which the prophet speaks of is blowing on us today. God is in the gentle breeze that brings consolation and strength. He is in the gentle breeze that stills our fears. He's in the gentle breeze that gives us courage in days to come. And for Maureen, she is in the boat with the Lord. He is not asleep, for he has risen and he has rebuked the winds and calmed the waves. The terrors and the sadness of the past weeks have passed. She's in the boat with the Lord and the wind is in its sails. And the boat itself is cutting through the waves and they are travelling to the final destination, to the peace and joy of heaven where all our paths and all our roads are leading. May God bless you, Maureen, today with eternal peace. May he reward you for many kindnesses. 
May your life continue to be a light burning brightly. And may you have peace at the end of the journey that you yearned for. And may you see God face to face. And may you be with all of those that you've loved in the joy and the peace of heaven. God bless you, Maureen. Please stand. With confidence we make our prayers to our Heavenly Father for all our needs. We pray for our sister Maureen, whose faith sustained her in a life of generosity and dedication to God and her family, that she may be welcomed with love and joy into the eternal presence of God our Father. Lord, hear us. We pray for Maureen's husband, Hugh, and their family that they may be given peace, hope, and consolation of the Holy Spirit in their grief. Lord, hear us. We pray for the sick and the suffering and all those who care for them, that they may feel the comfort of God's love around them through every difficulty and never feel alone. Lord, hear us. We pray for all teachers, parents and carers, that they thank God for the children entrusted to them and by God's grace teach them with faith and love. Lord, hear us. We pray for the church throughout the world, for its Pope, and priests, and for the parish of St. Brides, that they are given the strength to continue to do God's will and to be guided by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, hear us. Behold before us the past and the present. Behold before us the desires of so many hearts. You who are the Lord of human history and the Lord of every human heart, be with us, Christ Jesus, eternal Son of God, be with us. We ask all our prayers through the same Christ, our Lord.
Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of Maureen, we beseech your mercy that she who did not doubt your Son to be a loving Saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, it's at your summons that we come to birth, by your will that we are governed, and at your command that we return on account of sin to that earth from which we came. And when you give the sign, we who have been redeemed by the death of your Son shall be raised up to the glory of the resurrection. And so with the company of the angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the You are indeed holy, O Lord, fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them, like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion. He took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Maureen, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray. And with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, St. Bride, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. pray with great confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins but in the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship.
Pánok Tvoj. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. say to you you're welcome to come to communion today but if you feel unable to receive communion uh, then you're very uh, open to having a blessing uh, just to come forward or rather myself will give you a blessing so if you'd like a blessing instead of holy communion just to place your hand on your breast uh, and we'll give you a blessing but if you don't want to receive communion uh, or a blessing just stay remain seated where you are
Oh!
Stand. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear sister Maureen may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Just on behalf of uh, you and the family to thank everyone for being present here today in such great numbers. It's a great uh, consolation to them. Uh, very welcome to join the family at the Park in Blantyre. Uh, it would be great to see as many people there as possible. We, we realise uh, we might have to kind of half the sandwiches or half the sausage rolls, but they're all very welcome uh, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to join us. Thank you. 